These push-ups be taking forever, yo. <laughs> bro. <laughs> Arms tight, bro. I shouldn't have did this. <laughs> I'm saying. Yo, Diego's the one, man. Diego, wherever you are, we will find you. You, 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 uh, you brought this Ooh, on us. This man be giving me motivation. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because my man did the push-ups on top of the van. He was killing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who gonna hop on vans, man? I had to get creative. I was like, I gotta do mine on different levels. Yeah, I seen that. He was leveling up. <laughs> I seen. I noticed that. Man. It was like there was nice camera work and everything. Hey though. man, <laughs> it was a fade, some fades in there. Okay, I'm like, look at him, bro. I ain't know he's added videography. Hell no, hey, man. I, Y'all <laughs> cheating, yo. No, <laughs> <laughs> just, just, but it's getting us back. It's getting, it's getting you back into the groove, though. It's crazy how something simple as push-ups a, a reignite the engine. You know what I mean? It's definitely right, man. I'm doing so much, I'm forgetting about crunches, though. Right. <laughs> But, I mean, just holding your body up like that. I'll be feeling it in my core. No, no, no. Push-ups is the number one all-time exercise. Yeah. If you if you know, like Ricky Williams, he even said he never lifted weights until he went to college. Mm. He used to just do push-ups and crunches. Just calisthenics. Yeah. Yeah, cal- yeah like, really, like, it's those, a lot of those core exercises that, basically, like what you said, anything that works your core. Yeah. You know, it's that's just all it's that's all you need. You. Yeah, it's just gonna stick with you. Yeah, that's just like I'm, I'm, it's funny because a lady friend said the other day, she's like, "Yo, you don't work out. How do you still have a build like that?" Right. And I'm like, "I was a gym rat, right? And I did a lot of core stuff. Like right. when you play, when you're an athlete, that's what people what you work on your core, back, right, back and stomach, and uh, basically that will hit everything through. <laughs> that'll hit everything through your body. Yeah, yeah. You know, a lot of people, um. They get they get sidetracked because they just they just want to bench and do the curls like you know, and uh, I remember Coach Hartman back in the day. You see, like yeah, those are those are pretty boy muscles. <laughs> they don't even do anything, right? You right. Know? Like because you want to do workouts with that you're actually gonna use. I mean, use your core for every movement. Yeah, that like you make <laughs> like them lunges and back stretch. And yeah, anything. Right. Those those exercises, the the ones that you really hate to do. Yeah, those are, are the, the ones. ones that you need. Yeah, and I was a special, and it don't need a lot of weight either. It don't right because I was spe- I did lats. I did the the lats. Right, in, in lat my, pull in my, downs. Yeah, in my in, in your in, traps. In my traps. Yeah, all the time. And I was a beast at pull-ups. Right. For a big dude. You right. know what I mean? Most times, small, you know, yeah, you they, they 150 do pound cats yeah. be doing, <laughs> they be doing one arm pull-ups. I'm like, bro, come on, bro. I'm two, <laughs> 220 out here, bro. I'm not about to be doing a whole bunch. But I was still nice with, you know what I mean? Because I was able to, I had a strong core. Yeah. This this uplifting challenge, in case you, we're talking about the uplifting push-up challenge. Uh, Diego made us kick this off this year. Uh, if you don't know Diego, we've had him on a podcast at least once or twice. Uh, we're definitely going to bring him back after this challenge, so be looking forward to that. Uh, it's November 7th, so it's the seventh day. It's You can still get in, and it's, it's just something to keep you fit during the winter, you know, during the, during that time where you're going to be adding a lot more calories, so it's something additional that you can add to your workout as well. It's not, And it's something to, like us, we haven't really been doing anything for a while. Man, I ain't been doing nothing and in it's, years. And it was, <laughs> and it was, it was something to get us started. And it kind of, you know, it, it kind of 
curtails into our our topic but before we get into that let me intro this pod we've been talking for a while so i want to welcome everybody back to another episode of the keep it uplifting podcast we discuss lifestyle fitness and motivation i'm your host uplifting and i have with me the greatest the best (laughs) al parker host of the prodigal brothers he came to sit down with me and i appreciate it brother say what's up to the folks What's up, folks? Thanks for coming back once again. We back at it. Yeah, so. but, you know, outside of that, before we get into it, man, how how have the last few years been to you physically? Uh, Physically, it's been terrible, bro. I haven't been working on my body. Yeah. You know? um, And I'm starting to see it. Now, I can see uh, my health coming into a factor. I get sick. Oh. I didn't used to. <laughs> I didn't used to. Bro, I used to work out all the time. I mean, I was a gym rat when I was playing ball. You know what I mean? Then afterwards, you know, I, I still like probably like, you know what I mean? I ran ran ball uh, exercise here and there. But I was still staying fit. But like once I just completely just didn't do nothing, like I'm just going to work and eat ice cream <laughs> <laughs> and fried chicken all day. Right, right. Once I did that, uh, it was cool for a while, I guess, because I was young. But now I'm getting older. Right. And right. it's just it matters. Catch, it's it just really matters, yeah. I'm at the age where it's like just catching up to me. I'm always tired. Yeah. Um, and now like I, I see sometimes my stomach don't feel good. Like I just feel icky, man. Right. And right. I'm like, bro, what's going on? And then I realize I'm not in shape. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and that's the number one factor. But when I when I was working out, you couldn't you could never stop me. I would never sleep as long as I do now. And I never got sick. I never felt bad. And that's the crazy thing about like just physical fitness. It's not even something that you have to, you know, lift weights heavy or, or yeah, follow crazy diet. But it's just like if you just stop being active, active, yeah. you know, outside of maybe running around at work every day, like actually doing some walking or anything. I've experienced that myself, even with the walking when I tried to start it again. Like, I had the worst back spasms ever, dog. Like, just sitting yeah. down, you know, so it's, Cause it's, it's hard. All, it's always, and it's a, it's always tasking getting back. Like, I just told you how tight I am from doing push-ups. For right. Days, <laughs> like, I'm, I'm really, like, I'm really tight. My body hurts. <laughs> you know, because I'm the body not used to it. It's like, yeah. what you doing to us? Yeah, yeah. Back in the day, you know, 200 push-ups, I'm like, okay. And that kind of I'll add that to the workout, right? Yeah, but that kind of goes into the the topic that you brought to me. I thought it was a good topic that you wanted oh, to talk definitely. about. You know, most definitely because I seen a um, and what got me on it is I seen an interview with Dame Dash uh, earlier today. He actually did an interview with some English cat. I'm Stephen sorry. Bartlett. Is that who that was? Yeah, it's the uh, Diary of a CEO podcast. Diary. That's exactly I love what that it was. Podcast, I haven't. I never seen he's that a before. Great, he, Stephen. Uh, I could tell how how prepared he was. Stephen is a great guy, man. Um, just it, and you know, I'm not sponsored. I don't know Stephen, but in his first podcast, a couple of them, he started by himself, and it was really like him spilling his diary, and it caught so much traction. Just to give a little bit of background yeah. on Stephen. And I won't go off on a rant too much, but um, he it caught so much traction because he talked about everything down to even him masturbating. Okay, like even down to like his compulsive behavior of of just like a successful CEO and those type of things. That's so. So then he started getting other people on. So it was great to see him get Dame Dash on. 
because Dame Dash is a CEO. But right. you know, please continue. It, no, but that that makes sense because what because Dame Dash was telling them about like why did you sell your business or whatever. Yeah, and it was funny they they went all into that because Dame Dash said like you basically sold you sold love for money. And he was like, yo, love is God's currency and money is man-made. Yeah. And like, why would I choose man-made currency over what God did? Yeah. So I thought that was profound in, yeah. in that same interview. So, uh, but what I got I, what I got out of it and I wanted to bring the, the Keep It Up Lifting podcast was restarting and regrouping. Uh-huh. Right? Because Dame Dash is one of the most famous people that we know that then basically re- had to restart. I mean, whatever happened between him and Hove, and he had to, they basically had to split all the companies that they had from Rockefeller to, cause he went into explaining why Rockefeller died. Cause he wasn't, he stopped running Rockefeller and he was, he was running Rockefeller and he put his, you know, he put his emotions there. But, um, what I grasp out of that is like, he was able to jump and restart. Yeah. yeah. Or regroup. Yeah. You know what I mean? Almost, almost effortlessly. You know, like Dame Dash isn't broke. Like he's trying to start a, fu- a TV a fo- network. Yeah, he's trying to start a football league too. Right, that's what I'm saying. So he's he's doing a lot of stuff. He's always been an owner. His 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 children. He teaches his children to be owners. So I always listen to people hate people hate him because he's arrogant. But that's the New York in him, I guess. But um, I just think he's a man who's confident and he's he's brash. And in certain CEOs like a Stephen Bartlett, it, he don't. The way he would come off is with a, and I don't want to say British, but uh, he, he's British. But there's a, a British um, assertiveness. I think just have they just have a little more class with it. That's yeah, but it it's is. but it's still aggressive, right? You know what I'm saying? Like the way that he it's proper, it's direct. Yeah, but Dame is Dame is going to get loud. Dame is going to move some hey, furniture. That's what I'm saying. But at the same time, is also. He's he's doing it within the confines of actual negotiation. And yeah. people don't really understand that when you get into these business things, it's very cutthroat. Like very. like uh you've been a you've been a manager before. In certain situations when you gotta go and speak to promoting somebody and somebody else wants somebody else promoted, yeah. I'm sure there's clashes and things that are said in those type of meetings. And, you know, I just know it just from being at, you know, certain companies. Like, when when you go to speak for your people, the way that another manager is going to talk about how their person is so much better than yours, and if that manager, it's a lot of bullying that goes on. So when you see Dame do it, you see everybody else at peace. But you don't see what type of resistance or words that were said to him exactly. when he was actually trying to make things happen. That, and that's what I was about to speak to is like it's not not even just that the scenario you gave. I mean, just to keep your job and, and you have better success through a company, you got it's, it's cutthroat. Like because people are looking to take your spot. Like I told like I had a degree in management. I got paid more than everybody and I was the youngest guy. People were smiling in my face. Like, even the women wanted to sleep with me, but they were still talking stuff to my boss behind my back. Right. Trying to get me, you know what I mean, move yeah. me to the side or try not to get me paid so much. Like, and I was hitting bonuses. Yeah. So, you feel me? Like, just, just that aspect of it, man, business period is cutthroat. Right. You know? But uh, with that said, if 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 business, is do- if business doesn't go your way, 
I think a lot the the reason why a lot of people don't carry it the way Dame does, right, is because they're scared of the restart. Yeah. Right? You're scared of ending your path that you're on right now, losing your job, losing your business, losing a relationship because what's your what's your fear? We talked about fear right. before but, on this. But restarting is is hard though, right? Yeah, like uh, I was reading a I fin- uh, almost finished this book. I've been taking my time with it, but Hustle Harder, Hustle Smarter by 50 Cent, just because of the great storytelling that's in it. And in the story, he talks about uh, Honda. Okay. I-, I can't think of his, uh, his real name, but like his full name, but Honda, the guy who started Honda. Mm-hmm. He went and worked for, <sighs> I can't think of the company, but whatever other car manufacturer that's in Japan, he went and worked for them first. Right? Now, he was doing pistons at the time. Mm-hmm. So, well, he started in the garage as a kid with his, he doesn't have like a beyond third grade education. Yeah. And he learned all of these things working in the bike garage and machine garage. So he, he was taking these pistons and trying to go and work for this other car company, race car company mm-hmm. in Japan. They told him pretty much, no, this isn't good. Mm. And so, you know, he, he had some ideas about how to rebuild an engine, do all of this stuff. So he went to Toyota. Toyota said it wasn't up to speed, but he had took his wife's money. Mm-hmm. He had put all of his money into these pistons. Okay. And he was done. He was flat. He fell flat. So anybody at that time would just be like, no, stop. Yeah. He took that L and he said, you know what? For the next six years, I'm going to actually learn because he wasn't smart. Right. So he went and learned and studied all of the manufacturers in Japan and then created Honda. Right, okay. And then, you know, Honda became what it is today. Right. But, dog, you got to think about it. He spent years. Six years? Being broke? He spent years before that, though. Damn. Failing. And took his wife's life savings. Failing. His money failing. Yeah. And then he said, you know what? I'm not going to just let this dream die. Yeah. I'm going to go and get more knowledgeable. Right, Most and then definitely. I'm gonna come back, and now he's the Henry Ford of Japan as far as vehicles Everybody go. I got a Honda in every country. <laughs> so, so yeah. I just, I just thought that story was such applicable because really, it's like we always talk about losses or you know, L's losses are only lessons, and when you suffer such a big loss, I mean, we we see. I personally seen it in, in weight loss. Like I was looking at, I keep getting these reminders on Facebook. No pictures and times, and I'm just looking at myself. I'm like, damn, that guy was really young and and slim. <laughs> yeah. But now, you know, that's the guy I was trying. I'll be trying to tell you. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just talking about me three years ago, <laughs> right? Right. Okay. So, just trying to find that motivation. We started this, you know, this push up challenge and stuff like that. But you have to constantly reinvent yourself, and that's the Most thing definitely. that Dame is doing is. He's constantly reinventing himself, but he's always been accustomed to that. And that is the physical but mental exercise part of it. You don't stop hustling. That's the thing. It's who you are. And 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 that that is what Dane talks about all the time. It's like, why would I work for somebody? Right. Because you know it's, it's in him. Yeah, he's like, I don't... So right, the loss don't is, even, a loss doesn't phase him. It doesn't... It, that's why... And that's why I thought about this. It's like, because I used to, back in the day when I watched, uh, God damn, what's the tour they did? Come on, man. Backstage. Backstage uh, tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I'm yeah. like, yo, dang. 
how does he talk to people like this, right? Right. And people, and even like Vlad, Vlad got a beef with Dane, right? It's like he turns he turns people off his so called cockiness, but his confidence, right? You understand? And I'm like, yo, how is he able to carry? Like I used to think it was fake. I'm like, man, this dude is phony. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, one, no one acts like that, right? But every time you see Dane, he's the same guy. Yeah, you saw it. On, That's him. You see it in every interview, and you know why? And he talks like, calmly or aggressively. The same way about the same subject. And, it doesn't and a, matter. And, and, and I noticed in this one, everything is like immediate. Like it's not. He's not even thinking about this stuff. Right. He's like, so, so what type of, so what type of dude is Kanye? He's like, man, Kanye's a dude that like war. Like he, you know what I mean? Like he just, it's, it's immediate. Yeah. You know, like he's not. This is him. Yeah. And so that's when I realized, like, what you just said. You can't fire him. Right, yeah. So that's that's one thing that he always says: like no one can fire me. But you, like you, so he's not scared of what the average person is scared of. Because if we, if someone shuts down this podcast, we lose everything. You know what I mean? That's gonna yeah. be our regroup or restart. Yeah, that's what we're afraid of. We do our job, right? So because we're scared of getting fired, we're scared of that right. process of going to find another job, right? You know, if we fail at our business, mm. we're scared of the process of restarting, oh. regrouping to find another business. Oh. If we get dumped by somebody, we go through that moment of anxiety oh. because we're scared of what we have to do to find another relationship like the one we just had or better. And, and well, the, that's the fear, that's the anxiety. And the, but Dane is out here walking on water. Because that doesn't exist for him. Yeah, but he's—it's not just Dame and and there and the people we see are definitely outliers. I don't want to always make it seem like I always make it seem like it's black and white. Like just keep working hard, just keep going after. No, it's not simple. Like, none, like, of, none of it is right, simple. you know. But the thing of, that I've read—I've read Fifty's book. I've read uh, How to Win Friends and and uh, something you know influence people and uh, Rich Dad Poor Dad. Uh, think and grow rich all of these things talk about that one percent of success they don't right. any self-help book if you want to if you want a self-help book in a nutshell it's keep going until it works <laughs> so and and it tells you to fail as much as possible though well, at the said, same time somebody said that like like failure failure doesn't exist because i just keep working until i succeed that's the only way that's to the, do I mean, it right yeah like <laughs> you know i always say and it was it was something that i even got you know working at a certain place was fail and fail fast yeah. like continuously fail fast you learn fast continuously keep keep doing it and mm -hmm. it's obviously you sit back and regroup and learn the lesson but that may not work try something else Right? right, our parents used to tell us that all the time. Like, yeah. oh, well, that may not work for you. Well, have you tried this? Have you tried that? And that's essentially the key to regrouping and getting back at it. Is you keep going, right? I always talk. I always talk about keep going, keep grinding. Like you have to be consistent in your mentality and your physical work ethic. Yeah, until it becomes you. That's one thing people forget too. Is you, is you, you, you got to start a behavior, right? You know, right, right, like. And what I mentioned about Dame is like I've been watching him for years. Cause he's kind, of, he's kind of a you know a motivator for me. And, but what I what I watch is like maybe his his confidence or cockiness was fake at first, but he kept doing the same thing until it was a behavior, and that's who he became. I think when you're an earner, 
You're just an earner. You and, and that's basically my, that's basically what I'm saying. Like it's like but there is he a knows how to he knows how to do a business. He knows he know he knows what to do. Well, so he's not scared of being rejected. Well, you know the story of uh like the first company they started before Microsoft between Bill Gates. So Bill Gates and his partner, I think it's Peter Thiel, mm-hmm. right? Peter was in college at the time and Bill Gates was in high school, mm-hmm. right? So I think Atari or whatever the company was who was just like doing, they were doing computers without even screens. What? They reached out to them and they had a design of like what they software, they can make it better. Mm-hmm. So they reached out to the guy and was like, look, we got this thing. And they was, you know, send them emails, phone calls, whatever it was doing back then. Probably wasn't emails, but right. letters, phone calls and telling them, hey, we got we got this software that will make your computers better. Right. They didn't they ain't write the code. They didn't have nothing. Right. But they went. The guy took the meeting on the concept. They told him what it was. And then that's how, like, the first company before Microsoft started mm. because they had, like, eight months or so to get what they said they already DOS? had completed. DOS? Whatever oh, that man, was. Man. Yeah, I don't know the name of it, but that's essentially what you're talking about in someone like Dame, right? Like, if I see it and I'm prepared, I'm prepared to be able to speak to it. I may not be able to make it a tangible thing right now. Right. That's the best part of faking it till you make it. Because right. it's like, I know this is me. Yeah. I know. I'm right. just not that yet. But I'm prepared to be that. When I talk to you, I'm talking to you like it's that. Yeah. And then once I get your attention, yeah. I'm going to go. Now I'm going to go make it that. <laughs> yeah. Simple, simple, simple so as that. So that's what I was saying, man. Like, it, you know, it, it, he may not be a strong guy initially. But he was always strong. He was always strong in in what he believed in. Yeah, will. And I and that's uh, but that's uh, the thing we don't talk about. Too. Like you got to have a strong will. You got to have a strong backbone yeah. to continue to be physically fit. To continue to be mentally fit for things like you're gonna you're gonna take L's and potentially essentially fall off. Like a lot of people have a lot of L's, man. That isn't publicized or or you know highly. Uh, marketed or 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 publicized for you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, man. Of course, you have L's. I mean, you, you see these people that don't don't pop up in our lives until they like 40 or 50. Like Samuel L. Jackson. You know, he, I think he got his first role. He was like 45. Like Steve Harvey. All these people. Some people get late starts because they do have they have L's on, on their record. Morgan Freeman was homeless. Did you know that? Yeah, so so was Steve. Morgan Harvey. Freeman was homeless, but he chose to be homeless. He was a he was in the Air Force. Oh, for real? <laughs> yeah. So he left the Air Force and he did Broadway forever. Yeah. Like, but he refused to not act. So he could have done a, a bunch of things, but he was like, I want to be an actor. Oh, so he, he, he wasn't giving up. He never gave up on that. And he had a like he was really down bad, dog. And then you know, finally it it kicked off. I can't believe I can't think of what his first role was, but uh, it was something at like fifty or yeah. in his late forties, right? But he he was trying to be an actor since he had got out of the military, so it was like eighteen years of pursuit, <laughs> right? Yeah, so that but that's what I'm saying. It, it's and we don't and we don't see the L's, and guess what? When you win. That's a, I'm I mean, man, but we, who go back and look at your L's? I talked about this, dog. I talked about building it now, right? Like if you're young, stay fit. 
Don't ever give that up. Right. Girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever. Stay in some job. type of physical shape. That's how, that's how I yeah. got fat. Yeah, job. working 70 hours Well, job, week. I mean, let, but let's talk about it. Like, situations that happen in life, too. Like, as men, one thing that we don't, I don't talk about is um, responsibility. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, we, we were downstairs and we were talking about the societal pressures of the world. Yes. And how... As a father, perceived pressure, right? There's expectations that are put upon you. Yes. And me, I started what we're doing in the middle, in the middle of having a kid that I wasn't fully, fully aware of. Yeah. Like, you know, I had a situation, but I didn't know I was having a baby. Right. And then when I, then, you know, now it's like, oh, well, you got to be responsible on these terms because mom expects you to be a certain way. Your peers know you as a responsible person. That's why they trust you in business. So if you're not taking care of your kid, how can I trust you to to lead us somewhere or even work with us? You know what I'm saying? And I'm around a bunch of men who are doing great things with their children. Right. So that was a that was a huge thing that almost made me fall off. Like it was a it was a pressurized thing. I was I was I've been pushing and fighting depression for a long time you know like this is this was a it was a painful thing because moms have kids in my opinion mothers have children and they just think hey you said you know we just gotta take care of the baby but a father's like y'all have to protect and provide for this child i mean fathers now we i think we think about family now right you know what I mean? Yeah, we're not it's just because I don't even think about the child. I think I mean I think about this my son's mother too. She's well, so, that's what like, I'm, I'm like, saying. All of that is all right, opposite. Like, like yeah. I know everything. Right. Like if they call, if they need you, I got you gotta. But I I gotta be available. But I also gotta be available with the resources. But yeah, you gotta be. You and, better. And it's and you it's, can't say I can't do it. And it's <laughs> it's not a thing to complain yeah. about. But it's just but, like if you consistently. Put yourself in um, a mindset of I can work through anything. I think it's that is a recipe for success. Yes, that's exact. That's exactly what it is. Like you, I mean, you prefaced it with like, yo, we're, we're men. Yeah, you know. So, yeah. so unfortunately, like uh, men have to, we have to train our minds that whatever come our way, we gonna we gonna do it. Well, I think it's fortunately too, though. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like fortunately, we're Cause we don't talk about this enough. Like men are built for this. Like I always tell you, like we're yeah, built yeah. for this. Like the, the stuff that oh, we come come up against. That's is, what I mean. Is, that's why, I, yo, God, <laughs> God gives his toughest battles to the strongest. Soldiers. Right, right, right. So yeah, yeah the, that I doesn't mean, get talked about enough. I'm though. not like, saying I'm not toughness. saying that it shouldn't happen, but we're, we're talking to uh, other younger men out there, yeah, and preparing them to be men. Well, unfortunately, so fortunately, so <laughs> so so we're just saying what they're gonna come up against. One day, yeah. someone's going to say, hey, I called you because you're the man I know. <laughs> you feel what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, it's time. And it's now, time. It's time, <laughs> now it's time to man. Yeah. <laughs> you may not have no idea. Sometimes I got to call up left like, hey, you another man. <laughs> what what I do here, yo? And I already know what he's going to say. He be like, I don't know. Let's come over here, man. We'll figure it out. <laughs> and that's what we do. Now it's time to man. Because <laughs> come on, man. Let's be for real. How many times we be bullshitting? Yeah. And t- 
And we tell we come up with a solution. Yeah. Like, oh, we got it. Yeah. Right? <laughs> we don't know nothing at first. You feel me? Yeah, man. But, but that's what you have to do, man. And you can't you can't uh, be scared to have to start over. Yeah, yeah. Because then, because then you're kind of held. Yeah, you're kind of held as a slave. Then. Yeah, because sometimes it's not a. Uh, it's not even a place to start over. It's like, like you said, starting over and regrouping. And regrouping. You know what I mean? Some some things are going to kick you and put you on your back on your heels. And you got to stand, you got to stand firm and figure that situation out along with keeping the other situations rolling as well. Most definitely. You know? So, like we always say, man, keep going, keep grinding, and keep it up. Listen. Most definitely. (laughs) (laughs) Make sure to like, comment, share, and most importantly, keep it uplifting.